evening and welcome to the 443rd episode of Travelers Radio. I'm your host, Dan Schlossberg, along with my friend and co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent Lee. And this is the 11th season of Travelers Radio, the show that lets you enjoy the pleasures of travel from the comfort of your armchair. Every week at this time, we talk to people representing destinations, hotels, airlines, railroads, car rental companies, and others in the world of travel and hospitality. From authors and bloggers to broadcasters and publicists, if it's got anything to do with travel, it's got everything to do with Travel Itch Radio. And tonight, we're very pleased to present Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Welcome, Nate, to Travel Itch Radio. Good evening, guys. It's a, it's a pleasure to be on. I, I'm happy you guys were able to get a rep from uh, VFC to join you guys this evening. Well, we're glad to have you. And I love the warmth and the welcoming atmosphere of the Florida Gulf Coast, so I'm delighted you're here to talk Sarasota County, Nate. First of all, please tell our listeners exactly where you are and what the county includes. Yeah, so Sarasota is uh, a little south of Tampa, uh, I'd say about a 45-minute to an hour drive. Uh, we cover about 35-plus miles of coastline uh, with six barrier islands. But you can uh, primarily find us right there south, uh, a little further south than Bradenton, for example. Um, but our, our county range is pretty large. And you mentioned the 35 miles of coastline. You have offshore islands right on the gorgeous Gulf of Mexico. We'd love to hear a little bit about them, too. Yeah, so the six barrier islands include Longboat Key, Lido Key, Siesta Beach, uh, Casey Key, uh, the Venice area, as well as Minnesota Key, which kind of dwindles into Inglewood. Um, but, yeah, I mean, uh, I'm sure people know about Siesta Beach, uh, pot, always on the, on the top beaches list uh, with many uh, conglomerates and sites. And uh, Longboat Key offers 11 miles of that coastline. We were talking about the 35-plus. Well, Longboat Key covers about a, almost a third of that. Um, but, but all these, uh, these uh, barrier islands have their own uh, separate little areas you can hang out with along the Gulf. Uh, I believe there's over 14 actual beaches that reside in these six barrier islands. So tons of areas for people to come out and have fun, you know, on that coastline. And in addition to the weather, spring training, which is near and dear to my baseball-shaped heart, it's less than a month away. I know the Baltimore Orioles train in Sarasota, but don't several other teams also train in Sarasota County? Yeah, so we have one additional. It is the, uh, well, I love to say this, it is the World Champion, uh, World Series, excuse me, uh, Atlanta Braves. We have the Atlanta Braves <laughs> at the uh, newly renowned uh, stadium that opened up in 2020. Um, we are the spring training home to them. That is in Northport, uh, another city located within the county, and uh, we're very happy to to say we uh, have the World Series champs. And then not too far up in the next county over in Bradenton is the Pittsburgh Pirates. So um, we're close with them as well. Nick, even if the current lockout lasts, minor leaguers will still have spring training, so I know there will be some baseball no matter what. How hard is it to get tickets? Well, at the moment, as of right now, everything seems all, all good to go. We, we, you know, we're, we're still moving forward to spring training as is. Um, but tickets are, 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 are easy to find, um, easy to locate. You can head to either of the teams, the Orioles or the Braves website. Um, but both, both stadiums, the Ed Smith Stadium where the Orioles play and Cool Today Park where the, the Braves play, 
Uh, both stadiums have over 6,000 uh, options for seating. So tons of arrangements. You can find tickets, and they have premier teams playing this year, like the Yankees, the Phillies, and, and, and things of that. Fantastic. We're talking tonight with Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Nate, we're big big believers in the slogan, if it's free, it's for me. Mm -hmm. So please tell us about some of the best things to do in Sarasota County without emptying your pocketbook. Well, we have so many options. uh, And uh, just to start, one of my favorites that I've seen pick up, especially since I've joined the, the organization, is shark tooth hunting. Uh, it's a fun excursion that I personally love to do, but a lot of uh, the media reps we have and, and people we plan on hosting and tourists in general love to go shark tooth hunting. Um, and it's very prevalent in the, in the city of Venice. And uh, there's a lot of uh, science behind why Venice would be considered the shark tooth capital of the world. But, but yeah, I mean, shark tooth hunting is a fun, a fun excursion. You don't even have to pay a dime. You can go grab a simple uh, strainer from your uh, kitchen and go, uh, hunting some shark teeth. You just need to have the knowledge of what exactly those look like. But we have so many resources here in Sarasota County that can give you those options to figure out what's the, what kind of teeth you're looking for or fossils and, and things of that nature. Um, but other things, just to, just to point out, you can do some bird watching uh, at one of our state parks. Uh, celery fields are a very popular hit for that. Um, and then even some of our most popular attractions in the county are, are very affordable. So whether it's just an individual, you're by yourself, or if you're with your family, you can still make for a fun day going to a couple of our attractions like Moat Marine Lab or Marie Selby Gardens. Just to let our listeners know, we don't have to wrestle a shark to get shark teeth, do we? (laughs) (laughs) No, but uh, one thing to point out is most of the time when you're doing shark teeth hunting, uh, the fossils you're looking at, the shark teeth specifically, are grayish, a dark gray or a black color. If you happen to catch something that looks like a tooth and it's white, chances are that's a fresh tooth, and you might want to get out of the water because that shark just lost that tooth. (laughs) Okay, well, I love history, and you've got tons of it, Nate. Before we get to the circus, let's talk golf. I had no idea Sarasota was the first place in Florida to get golf and the first to have an actual course laid out. Now there's plenty of golf on the golf, isn't there? Absolutely. It's a great pun. Uh, no pun intended, but great pun right there. Yeah, I mean, Sarasota has more than 50, uh, 50 golf courses um, laid out for all sorts, of, or all sorts of levels, whether you're an amateur, you're a little more advanced. Um, but, yeah, we have uh, tons of golf facilities in the region. Uh, some of the best ones include the resort at Longboat Key Club. Uh, that's actually attached to the, the actual lodging facility itself, which is really, really cool and interesting. Huge courses, uh, tons of holes for guys to get out there, uh, men and women, excuse me, to get out there and play. And uh, we also have the Ritz-Carlton, Sarasota, and TPC, Prestantia, which are uh, some of the bigger name ones as well. Okay, Nate, circus time. When did the Ringling Brothers Barnum & Bailey Circus come to Sarasota, and why did the circus choose that location? So the Ringling Brothers moved their circus uh, winter headquarters to Sarasota late in the 1920s. So it has been down in, in the area for almost uh, 100 years. Uh, it, it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy to really think about. But uh, one of the reasons they moved down here was they, they came from uh, Wisconsin, and uh, it, it just made sense for the animals, the performers, to kind of be in 
warmer climate, warmer weather to keep them year-round, being able to give the opportunity to do shows um, and, and, and do more of the, the training stuff behind closed doors here in, a, like I said, a, a warmer environment, especially for the animals and, and, and circus acts that were involved. Isn't there a popular circus museum, too? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the Ringling, uh, the, the greatest circus museum you could ever see or think or hear of. It's absolutely beautiful. Um, it's actually, uh, it holds the grounds for the Cadizan, which is the mansion that the, uh, the Ringling Brothers actually lived in, um, which is a really cool place. And uh, uh, if you get a chance to come to Sarasota, you can spend hours at the Ringling, uh, just getting informed with so many different facts and culture. Um, it's a really great sight to see, so many options to look at. We're talking tonight with Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Nate, how about the miniature circus at Tibbles Learning Center? We hear it's the largest of its kind in the world. Yes, it is. It feels like it goes for miles, but it is such a great scene. It's something that anybody should want to observe, especially if they're at the Ringling. You can spend almost a whole hour just looking at what that atmosphere looked like. Uh, the Tibbles the Tibbles Learning Center really shows a breakdown of what um, the circus looked like when they were on the road. Um, we're talking from the the trains that a lot of their uh, materials and, and stuff were were placed on. You could see kind of some of the layout of what the actual circus looked like. Such a massive, massive uh, in, environment, and the fact that they were able to do unpack all of these things that are included in this circus. It's an all-day affair. They get from one city, they pack it up, they move to the next one that same night, and then the next morning they unpack, do their show, and then they do it all over again. And it's, it's so inspirational to see the fact that with everything that's, that's visualized from the, the larger perspective of how it was put on, it, it's really amazing how they were able to kind of do that and move on to another city just within 24 hours. Really, really cool, inspirational. And if you're at the Ringling, you have to see the Tibble Learning Center. Cool. And, of course, the one-time home of John and Mabel Ringling has also become a museum of its own. Its original 1925 cost of $1.5 million would be much higher today. And doesn't it have something like 56 rooms and look like a Venetian Gothic palace? <laughs> yes, it, it does. It's funny. I had to look that up, what a Venetian Gothic architecture looks like, and uh, it's very much so looks just like that. Uh, the Cadizan is, is a beautiful place to, to kind of stop in and see just exactly how they lived during those times. Um, John and uh, Mabel Ringling were really particular in, in what they wanted in a home, but not only that, how it could benefit with so many of the people involved with their circus. And uh, the fact that it had so many rooms, I mean, you know that just thinking about 56 rooms in a place, knowing that, he had so many people, and when I'm saying that, I mean, I'm referring to John, had so many people involved in staying with him on the ground to make sure that they were up and ready to continue the motion and getting things prepared. So it's really cool. Um, weddings happen right on the backside, which overlooks oh. the waterfront. It's such a beautiful scene. And, yeah, it's, a, it's such a popular place that there, there are a lot of weddings and events that happen there. And for people who want to buy Circus, tell us about Circus Sarasota 2022, which I believe starts next month. Yes. So starting February 11th, it'll run through March 6th. Um, they are returning to Sarasota's hometown circus, Circus Sarasota. And uh, a lot of going to be involved with a lot of new and innovative acts, 
Um, you're going to see high-flying action, heart-stopping thrills, some comedic antics, and acts that defy expectations and boundaries of physical limitations. So you're going to see some really cool people perform um, all throughout for almost a month. Uh, there will be some artists and, and some acts that actually appeared on America's Got Talent. So that's really Ooh. cool to, to think about from that perspective. Yeah, and it's, it's going to be awesome to see those, those acts live. And Sarasota native and favorite, uh, Bello Knock, returns as well. And he'll be uh, headlining that as well. So um, look forward, looking forward to that. But you're going to see some awesome acts uh, during that time. Fantastic. And also next month, we understand that Sarasota will host the Thunder by the Bay Music and Motorcycle Festival. Now, to me, it's a funny name since motorcycle noise would tend to overwhelm any kind of music. But this is the 24th annual, so you must be doing something right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So this is actually an awesome event that uh, caters to a greater cause. Um, this, once again, this is the 24th annual, so we're clearly doing something right to keep this moving. But uh, this event in, in particular is to help benefit Suncoast Charities for Children. Um, uh. So. The, the, yeah, the Thunder by the Bay Music and Motorcycle Festival is a three-day event held at the Sarasota Fairgrounds. Um, you're going to be seeing this take place from February 18th to February 20th. Uh, lots of cool music events. You're going to see lots of cool bikes riding around. But, yeah, the, essentially uh, it, it's to benefit that Suncoast Charities for Children, and we're really looking forward, forward to that. Um, there will be a Born to be Wild kickoff party, um, a charity <laughs> motorcycle ride, a 17-class bike show, uh, amongst other things, with great food and so much more prizes and, and, and things of that nature. But definitely a great cause, an amazing cause. If you happen to be in Sarasota during that weekend, February 18th through the 20th at the Sarasota Fairgrounds. That sounds like a really good event. And in April, the International Chalk Festival, which was postponed last year, that'll bring in a parade of sidewalk artists. So tell us, where is it, when is it, and can spectators get involved? So this is actually located in the same uh, same area where I, we, we mentioned uh, the shark tooth hunting, hunting in oh. uh, Venice. This will be located at the Venice Airport uh, they have tons of space laid out for this event. Of course, getting even more prepared since we are we had a postponement from last year. But uh, basically, uh, it's a, a museum in motion as professional pavement artists from around the world use chalk as their medium, and they pay they pave the surface with so many different uh, art pieces and uh, things that are are catered to them in their artistic medium and ways. And it's such a cool such a cool event because spectators can get involved. Um, if you're just someone who thinks you have a chance to, to really showcase your art and what your perspective is and in your niche, um, you're more than welcome to hop in and, and join. Um, and it's wow. really, really cool. And uh, spectators can also step onto 3D paintings for different photo opportunities and sharing moments. Um, they oh. have a zone for the young. Yeah, it's really cool. They have a zone for kids. It's called the Young and Young at Heart. Um, so opportunity for kids to kind of provide their colorful chalk uh, opportunities and the visions they have with their own masterpieces. So really cool. There's live music. There's vendors there every day, um, different food, craft, beer, and, and things of that nature. But, yeah, that'll take place April 1st through April 4th this year at the Venice Airport. Well, you can definitely chalk one up for Sarasota right there. <laughs> <laughs> Love the puns. Love the puns. <laughs> Keep them coming. 
<laughs> and you're listening to Travel Itch Radio with Dan Schlossberg and Mary Ellen Nugent-Lee. We're on iTunes, blogtalkradio.com, and Facebook. Check out the archive show at your convenience. And we're talking tonight with Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Without further ado, we've got to find out about those ghost tours. What's the story? <sighs> yes. So Discover Sarasota Tours is an awesome, awesome uh, partner of ours in which they, they do, as I say, they take uh, groups of people, individuals, or groups, you know, group travel people, whatever the case may be, tourists, uh, on cool tours throughout the city. And they usually have a city sightseeing tour, which kind of gives you a historical lay of the land um, throughout Sarasota. Um, but usually at, at nighttime, they'll do these ghost tours. It's very prevalent, of course, during the October month, you know, closer to Halloween in the fall time, but um, they still do them year-round, and you kind of get a sense of the spooky, mysterious, cool little theories about um, different ghost-like stories, paranormal things, kind of getting people a little uh, on the edge of their seat, but still keeping it informational, informative, historical, and still speaking to the culture. But definitely a, a cool little... Uh, cool little tour. Kind of reminds me of like a, a haunted hayride. If you're going in the middle and, and getting those spooky stories from your guide, it's very similar to that to that kind of uh, to that kind of event. Well, in addition to the wildlife on your ghost tours, you have wildlife on your beaches and lots of animal wildlife. We'd like to know more about Mayaka Wildlife Tours, narrated tramp tours through a state park. Yeah, so Mayaka is one of our giant state parks. It includes the state forest, um, but by all means, this place is such a uh, a viewer's dream. I mean, you can go on for hours seeing so many different things uh, throughout this nature abounds and whatnot. Um, they have large uh, sunflower fields that go for miles where you can just see nothing but yellow, beautiful petals all over the place. Uh, they have even a, a canopy walk where you can... Uh, walk amongst the trees and different canopies throughout the forest so you kind of get a, a larger scope and view of Sarasota County and how big that forest is and that park mm-hmm. and um, it, it's really cool and then something that that's uh, gradually grown as of late is uh, the Mayaka Elephant Ranch which are we just got a, a approved with partners but essentially this is a, a an organization that um, rescues elephants and it's not as much of a zoo as it is more of an informational while also taking care of, of course, these beautiful creatures. And uh, that is now uh, throughout Sarasota, the Mayaka Elephant Ranch, so you can get a chance to check that out when you're here as well. Mm-hmm. I was surprised to learn there's so many cultural activities in Sarasota County, opera, symphony, performing arts, repertory theater, and the Florida Studio Theater, for example. Your thoughts, Nate? Yeah, I mean, we, we are very a, big, a very big culture and arts-based community and county. And... One thing, of course, people know us for is uh, our illustrious beaches, how much fun you can have with your toes in the sand. But when you're trying to get away from that and drift to what makes uh, this destination even more special, it's that culture and arts feel. And so many different studios and theaters around the county um, and, and counting as more continue to possibly being developed and, and grow even bigger than what they are. But uh, so many various events that you can check out while there and uh, highly advised if you're here in the area during those times, go head to a local artist studio um, or even go check out uh, a show at the West Coast Black Theater Troupe, uh, Florida Studio Theater, you named a couple. Um, 
just some awesome various different options for people trying to get a, a feel for everything and, and giving so many options to, to what everybody's looking for to see. What are your peak and bargain seasons, Nate, and what's the average length of stay? So usually our peak seasons is wintertime. Um, you're talking November, December, January. Uh, we do get all the snowbirds coming down, and it, it really is our peak season. We have a lot of heads and beds. And um, usually the average length of stay, I want to say, is somewhere between two to four days. Um, it could be a little longer if it's a family trip, uh, depending on how many tourists are in that group. But uh, it's usually two to four days. If it's just someone coming down for a couple days, they can take care of a lot, um, a lot within a few days. So um, it's usually within that range. But um, we, we love to have as many people here you know, as long as they, they possibly want to be down here. So it's, it's great to know that we have so many options to give those folks. How many hotel rooms do you have in Sarasota County? And are there new ones coming on? Uh, I also hear that renting vacation homes is a growing trend because visitors can get a little more bang for the buck. Yeah, um, so as of right now, we do have over 7,000 or around 7,000 rooms currently uh, within the county. Um, some new possibilities in development, I, I can't speak on them yet until we know what's official and not, but definitely continuing to look to expand with our, our, our boutique hotels, hotel lodging, vacation rentals, condos, you name it. We're always trying to give everyone uh, an option based on what their wants and needs are in a in a destination lodging facility. So um, it's definitely growing. And, and as you said, the vacation homes is definitely a growing trend. I mean, people get a sense of uh, a sense of home with a vacation home. It's kind of they can make it their own while they're here, depending on if they're here for two days, five days, two weeks. Um, they at least get a chance to make it a little more comfortable in their own, in their own place and, and kind of make it feel like home while still, of course, enjoying the area as a tourist. So definitely a growing trend, and we love it. We have a lot of vacation home lodging partners that we look forward to continuing to work with and, and help business with. We're talking tonight Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. Nate, we're hearing about downtown Waterside at Lakewood Ranch, an award-winning planned community. We understand Waterside Place is a lakefront town center that has become a regional commercial destination for both Sarasota County and the adjacent Manatee County. Please share. Yeah, so this is actually, yeah, like you said, technically located in both Sarasota and Manatee counties. It crosses that threshold, that line. Um, but it is, the, it is an award-winning master plan community. Um, over, at 50 square miles, it's really the size of a town, but scenic surroundings, mm-hmm. lively town centers, first-rate amenities. I mean, some really, really cool uh, uh, attractions, ev- events, things you can do right there. I mean, they have tons of games you can play on site just right there within the park um, of that town center, like Cornhole. Um, they have volleyball on the way as well. Um, you can even go ahead and get into the water. That There's a lake right there. So um, lots of things to do. But it, uh, like I said, it offers a lot of homes and amenities. So we actually have a lot of people relocating to Lakewood Ranch right now as well because it is such a developing community. But some great eats, some great breweries, and just kind of an overall atmosphere that's just fun and engaging. You can head out there on a Tuesday night and it's packed, or you can head there on a Saturday afternoon and it's packed. And it, it seems like this is really a hit. It's going to continue to grow, and they have a lot more plans in the works. So I'm sure if we get a chance to talk in a year or two, there are going to be even more developments that we can kind of 
promote on and, and talk about because it's a lot of fun. I flew into Sarasota last time I was in your area and loved the airport. What major carriers fly there, and are expansion plans in the works? Absolutely. SRQ is a growing growing airport right now. I mean, last year specifically, um, we had over 50 U.S. and Canadian destinations with flights in and out of SRQ, and uh, we actually set a record from January to August 2021. Uh, SRQ saw more than 2 million visitors flying into the airport. Um, and it's only located three miles from downtown Sarasota. So it's crazy. Even in the climate we're in, we're still able to set new benchmarks. And it's a really cool, exciting time to, to realize that SRQ is that growing airport and, you know, getting people straight through Sarasota just so they can get a chance to check it out on their, on their way in. But, yeah, the major carriers, I would say, are United Airlines, uh, American Airlines, Delta Airlines, and Southwest. We work uh, really well. We have a lot of destinations come in, in and out through those, uh, through those actual carriers. Do most people arrive by air or by car? And is business growing at area marinas so that visitors can arrive out? Yeah. I mean, as I just spoke, we saw that new benchmark last year um, with over 2 million visitors flying in. So that was, that was awesome and very fascinating for us to, uh, to accomplish. But uh, a lot of visitors do end up getting here uh, via vehicle. Um, they drive down usually uh, through car and kind of make a trip out of it, um, whether they're coming from the Northeast uh, or the Midwest or even just locally in another a part of Florida. Um, they'll usually just drive. But um, the marinas that we have are growing. Um, as I, I believe we start to get more out of this climate, we, we will potentially see more more visitors uh, coming in via boat. Um, but it's definitely something that's growing, and we'll have to just continue to monitor. Mm. Now, we hear Sarasota's population is a little more than 50,000, but I bet that includes a lot of snowbirds, as you were saying, come down from the north for the winter months. How many tourists come to Sarasota County each year? So each year we we usually get, uh, I want to say, a little over 2 million visitors to the county throughout the year, which is an awesome number, and I I believe it's only going to continue to grow, um, as we saw with 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 travel restrictions throughout these last couple of years, people have been finding, uh, specifically t- travelers uh, domestically, have been finding ways to go experience new places that they can just hop in their car and drive to. So uh, we, we were able to garner a lot of business, just people being curious about what's in Florida, those hidden gems outside of the staples that they know of. So um, we're hoping, you know, we can surpass that benchmark, uh, but yeah, at least usually over 2 million. We're talking tonight with Nate Sweetman of Visit Sarasota County. And with time running out quickly, one last question here, Nate. We can't let you go without talking about food. So tell us about your culinary scene, and are there multiple places to get seafood with a view? Uh, absolutely. I'll answer that second part first. I mean, we have some, of course, being being across the, the Gulf, uh, as preciously as we are, it's awesome to see how many actual restaurants and places are available right down the water so people can get that scene. But just to name a couple, we have Marina Jack's. Uh, that's right there in downtown. Um, you, you get a, a, an awesome view of the Van Wazel as well as the Gulf Coast. Uh, Sharky's on the pier. Uh, Daiquiri Deck and Siesta Key, which actually has a second floor where you can oversee everything uh, as far as Siesta Beach. Uh, really cool visual. And then a couple restaurants in St. Armand's 
and, and Longbow Key with some award-winning chefs. So definitely some places to think about and check out. But St. Armand's is the place uh, with so many, over 140 boutique shops, restaurants, ice cream parlors, you name it. Um, St. Armand's has got it. And how do Travelish Radio listeners learn more about Sarasota County? Uh, you can go ahead and visit, or excuse me, uh, yeah, visit visit Sarasota.com. Um, that's where you'll be able to check out our press kit, things to do, events going on. We have a deals page where tons of our partners and local places post their greatest deals that they have going on at the moment, and you'll continue to see that ramp up as the year goes on. But head to visit Sarasota.com, and you'll learn all about us. And that's it for this edition of Travel Witch Radio. Thanks so much to Nate Sweepin of Visit Sarasota County for being our guest tonight on Travel Witch Radio. Next week, same time, same station, same writer, same announcers. We will mark the 50th anniversary of Richard Nixon's historic trip to China and visit the Richard Nixon Presidential Library in California. Now, this is Dan Schlossberg, along with my beautiful and talented co-host, Mary Ellen Nugent Lee, saying thank you for your time this time. Until next time, good night and stay safe.